I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup. Sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey folks, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. I'm Nathan. Always appreciate you tuning in. You can reach me, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Head over to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good shit. You know how to get a hold of me. Just Google Full Count Chaos, and there I am. Holy shitballs. What the hell is going on in baseball right now? So much to go over. So much to go over today. 2020 has started with a bang. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff in my personal life. 2020 is getting to be a very interesting year. Baseball starts right around the corner. Everyone getting a big old spanking right now. Mike Elias might be wearing sunglasses and a low hat until all this blows over with the Houston Astros. Come on. I know you've heard about it. Holy shit, man. Every team that wins a ball game now is going to have to be investigated by the league. How did you know he was going to throw you a fastball? I swear I didn't. I just hit the ball and it went over the fence. Oh, bullshit. How did you know? I didn't know, I swear. So again, a lot to go over today. Of course, the Orioles. I got some stuff I want to talk about with them. The Houston Astros and all the shit that's going around in the league right now. I'm reading stuff on Twitter. I mean, there is so much shit getting thrown on there. You don't know if it's true. All these accusations. Some of them I'm reading. I'm like, man, I hope to God that's not true. But I think the one that hurt the most is Jose Altuve. I'm a diehard fan of Jose Altuve. He's, He's my favorite player. I love watching him play the game. And, you know, it just sucks major ass to see that he was part of this. There's so much. I want to get your opinion on all this. I'd love to hear from you. But the Altuve situation, not wanting to rip his jersey off after hitting that winning home run against Chapman. I always thought that was weird. I thought that was bizarre. I just thought it was maybe he wanted to save that jersey. Okay, I get it. That's what I was thinking. But when I saw him run down in the dugout, I thought that was weird. I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew all this was going on. I had no fucking clue any of this was going on. You know, baseball is just like politics, and I'm sure you feel the same way. There's so much damn fucking money involved in this shit. It's like with politics. We, the voters, we, we we know that politics is shady. We know there's a lot of shady shit going on, but we don't know how shady. There's so much money going on. So voters, a.k.a. fans like us, 
We know there's probably shady shit going on in baseball. There's so much money involved in these games and these jobs in the city, how much money it brings it in. Of course, there's this shady shit going on. But when we hear about it, we're in awe. We're like, what? You got to be kidding me. And everybody around him's going, what? It's just like politics. Everybody around him. I, I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was going on. Again, anything. Anything happening with this much money coming in, there is shady shit that's happening. But with Altuve now wearing a buzzer and and everything else that's coming up with Houston and everyone getting fired and holy shit, (laughs) the fuck, very entertaining. And I saw Chapman put out a tweet, you know, with that uh, uh, gif of Michael Jackson eating a bucket of popcorn. He's like, I'm just here for the comments. Yeah, Chapman, you might just want to sit back and shut the fuck up on this one. I don't think you should say anything about people doing stupid shit. You're a moron. And then Beltron set, uh, steps down. I love that. Yeah, you know, he didn't get fired. He stepped down. And by the way, Happy New Year. It's 2020. Congratulations. We made it to 2020. <laughs> the New Year always reminds me of, uh, you know, where I'm at in life. Well, this New Year, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm not going to drink as much. You know, I go down the list of things I'm going to do. I'm like, how the hell did I wind up here? I'm out of shape. I'm not eating right. I'm not doing the right thing. I'm finally going to do something for a living that I really want to do. It's like, what the fuck happened? And if you're out there, you're someone who on January 1st, you quit smoking or you went to the gym or you quit drinking or you lost 50 pounds and you've kept it off. And that was like five years ago. I would love to hear from you because I don't think you're out there. I know so many people every year that New Year, New Me bullshit. I'm going to go to the gym and eat better, and I'm going to do this, this. Oh, yeah, are you? Well, you haven't done it for 40 years. What makes you think you're going to do it now? There are a ton of people out there that I know who made a better life choice, and they've stuck with it, and guess what? It was never on January 1st. So if you're out there, and you made a life decision, and you changed it on January 1st, love to hear from you. Uh, again, the new year has started off interesting. I had to put down my cat, my best friend, little man. I've mentioned him once or twice. I'm a cat guy. He's my best friend. Followed me everywhere. I swear this cat was a dog. I mean, he would play fetch with me. He'd follow me everywhere. He loved going outside with me. It was crazy. So it was very sad. Last week I had to put him down. Then you got the Ravens. You've obviously, you know, I'm a huge diehard Ravens fan as well. I'm just a big sports fan. I think this is the last year I'm going to have tickets for the Ravens, so I thought, you know, end a good year off with the Super Bowl win, and they shit the bed against the Titans. And boy, was that a tough game to go to. Saturday night, man, and I swear to shit, Raven fan, downtown, it was thumping. I haven't seen it like that in years. And I was tailgating with my buddy, uh, Real Fan Dan. He's a guy that does uh, the, the R-A-V-E-N-S chant, takes his shirt off, big heavy guy. I've known him for almost about 20 years. He's a friend of the family. He's always tailgated with us in our spot. Um, He's actually a deacon, believe it or not. He works at the same church as my family works at. So anyway, we're all sitting there having a blast. And again, we were celebrating as if the Ravens already beat the Titans. We were all having a great time thinking we were all going to be there next week, watching the Ravens probably face the Chiefs for the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you what, after that loss... I have never, ever heard downtown Baltimore that quiet, ever. That was the quietest I've ever heard Baltimore walking back to the car. Nobody was talking. You just heard footsteps. 
places closed down. People's lights were off in their house. Empty old bay cans were rolling across the street like tumbleweeds in the desert. The bums were walking up to me on the street, patting me on the back, telling me, hey, don't worry, things will get better. It was a fucking shit show. And that was depressing. And I'm saying to myself, all right, look, the Orioles are coming up right around the corner. And then I started getting even more depressed, thinking it's going to be another shit season. But I'm excited. I, I didn't care. It's the Orioles. They signed Mancini, Givens, Alberto, Blyer. We're good. If you didn't hear that real quick, Mancini, four point, I think $4.75 million. I have this written down somewhere. It's a fucking podcast. I'm not doing it live, but for some reason, I'm never prepared. Alberto, here it is, $1.65 million. Castro, $1 million. And Blyer, uh, $915,000. That a boy. At least he's got a job. He's doing what he loves. But watching the Ravens lose to the Titans, I think, was the worst loss ever in Ravens history. I'm not talking about that New England game in 20, 2011. I mean, the biggest disappointment but that's why we watch sports. We love them because you just never know what's going to happen and you never know what's going to happen in 2020 because these players are probably sick and fucking tired of hearing about how they're going to be the worst team in baseball, which they probably will, and uh, maybe it's going to piss them off. Look, we've got things to be excited about. MLB Pipeline, by the way, they released prospect rankings of four positions so far, and there are Orioles on all four lists. That makes me happy. Adley Rushman, of course, number one and catcher. Ryan Mountcastle is number four, first baseman. D.L. Hall is number 10, left-handed pitcher. And Grayson Rodriguez is number 10, right-handed pitcher. There you have it. World Series right around the corner. Things are looking up. And then they sign Jose Iglesias. I'm not mad about that. I think it's going to be a good little addition for the uh, 2020 Orioles season. I always thought he was kind of a douchebag. Maybe I'm just uh, holding that against him because in 2015 when he got in a fight with James McCann in the dugout because James McCann was pissed off at Jose Iglesias for lollygagging. You know, I remember McCann walked up to him like, what the fuck are you doing? You're lollygagging. It reminded me in like the movie uh, Major League when Jake Taylor goes over to Dorn's house, (laughs) wants to have a little talk with him because he didn't die for a ball. I don't know what happened to you, but if you ever ever tank another play like you did today i'm gonna cut your nuts off and stuff them down your fucking throat but the Orioles signing jose you're gonna see trey mancini austin hayes in center field you know some other guys are gonna be picking up and and i get it that this means richie martin's going down to the minors i'm a big fan of richie martin but he's gonna get better we're gonna see him as well but go on youtube check out iglesias he's a great shortstop it's gonna be fun watching him he really is good at defense so, Iglesias, 30 years old, uh, the Fangraphs.com, they got their shit together over there. I love that website. They have everything. And out of the 50 top free agents, he was ranked number 46. He actually got signed by Cincinnati, a minor league deal. And, unfortunately, old Scooter got hurt, so that helped Jose come up, break camp with the Reds, and wound up hitting 308, 340, 443 at the end of May and then ended the year with a 288 average through 504 bats. And that was one of his best seasons. I mean, his bats actually cooled off a little bit. And I don't think they're, they they have him there to trade him before the deadline next year. I think he's going to play all the way through, help out some young guys, and go from there. And it'll be fun. And speaking of free agents, holy shit. Steven Strasburg gets $245 million from the Nationals. That next day, Garrett Cole gets $324 million. Then the next day, Anthony Rendon gets $245 million from the Angels. And over three days... Here's what's interesting about that signing. 
Scott Boris negotiated $814 million worth of deals. A lot of people are like, oh, he's 67 years old. He's worth $450 million. Why is he still working? Well, here's news to you folks. Most people out there, when they think of that much money, they think of retirement. Why? Because they hate their job. Him? Him doing something like that, Scott Boris? I'm sure he loves his job. That's why he's not quitting. He's got all the money to do whatever the hell he wants right now, but he loves his job. That's why most people tell me, are you kidding? Why is this guy still working? Again, he loves his job. Most people don't. You get that much money, you're getting the hell out of there. But that was crazy. I just thought I'd bring that up. Speaking of free agents, a lot of money happening there. And um, a friend of mine, he's... His phone has been ringing off the hook. He's the kind of guy that does the, the 10, 15 game package deals every year. And this year he decided not to. Not because the Orioles stink. He just had some other personal things going on that he just couldn't do it. But he's still going to go to a lot of games like he does with me every year. But um, his phone's just been ringing off the hook. He thought it was a sales call. And it was kind of like the similar, uh, same number. So he decided to pick it up and it was the Orioles sales department. I guess basically begging him, please come back. Please. They offered, it was a, what was it? He texted me. He said, $99 for opening day tickets and a five-game package. Again, all for a total of $99. I told him that's not bad. I think he actually took it. So if you're thinking of reaching out to somebody over there in the Orioles organization, sales department, you might be able to get some good deals because they want you there. They need you there. So if you're thinking of getting a little game package, now would be the time to do it. I don't know. This year you may not be able to uh, give tickets or giving tickets away is the only way to do it, which I'm going to do this year. I do it every year on the show. I give away a few tickets just to say thank you for tuning in. I also was going to give away uh, free T-shirts, and I appreciate everybody reaching out to me. I mentioned last episode I was going to give away some um, some Full Count Chaos T-shirts, and oh, my God. Oh, they look like complete ass. I I didn't even want to give them away. People were like, dude, they're free t-shirts. Who cares? I don't want you walking around with my product on the shirt looking like that. And this was from a very popular company you've seen on TV. You've heard on the radio. So I put in some orders and it came back as if like their kid made the shirt in their arts and crafts second grade class. It was terrible. People were like, get your money back. I don't know. Thinking what I need to do. So... I'm going to try another company, another situation. When the shirts come in, if you want a shirt, again, reach out to me. I'd love to send it to you. Free shirt. Just tell me what your size is. But these shirts, no, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't give them away. <laughs> these are shirts I'm probably just going to wear around the house when I start painting, doing some drywall. I'm trying to move here in about a year or two. I'll just use that to uh, use as a uh, shit shirt. But one other thing I'm looking forward to with this season is games starting at 635, and I'm perfectly okay with that. No problem at all, because sometimes these weekday games, I don't get home to 1130, 1230 in the morning. You wake up early the next morning, you feel like shit, and all you did was spend a lot of money and watch your team get their teeth kicked in. Hopefully that's not the case with the Orioles. Hopefully this year they go to the playoffs, make a run, and we're all happy. But seeing that, I was thrilled. 635 games before Memorial Day, after Labor Day. Okay, so be it. I'm excited. Opening day, are you going? Are you going to sit at home? Are you calling out of work to watch the game? Again, it's the Orioles. Who cares what kind of season you think they're going to have? We love them. We're going to watch them. 
We've got football playoffs coming up. Yeah, I'll watch them once the Ravens are out. I'm pissed off. I don't really care who's winning at this point because it's been a long time since I can now either root against the Steelers, root against the uh, Patriots. Usually we always see the Patriots in there. At least it gives me someone to root against. This year, I don't know. I don't have any beef with the 49ers, the Packers. Yeah, I got some beef with the Titans because they beat us, but whatever. The Chiefs, whatever. At this point, I'm just going to keep doing the football pools, put some money into it, try to keep my attention with the money I could win. There you go. I don't gamble much. There's a reason I don't gamble because I want to keep my money. And I'm also this year excited. What the hell is going to happen with more of these investigations, the Red Sox, the Astros? What other teams out there are cheating? There's no fucking way they're the only team that's cheating. Again, all the money that's involved in sports, there's cheating going on all the time. But it's just bonkers. You know, winning, going to World Series twice in three years, <laughs> even all the cheating, the Nationals still beat them. Bunch of fucking morons. Now listen, when I heard about this cheating, your reaction may have been the same as mine. I'm sitting here going, yeah, no shit. I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, my family, <laughs> they have a big Scrabble tournament. That I cheated in because I wanted to win. There wasn't even any money involved. Just bragging rights. Doing stupid shit like, you know, when you, you uh, go into the bag to draw letters and i only supposed to draw two. I'll draw four. Look at my hand real quick. See which letters I should put back, and then I'll pretend I didn't pull enough letters. Stupid shit like that. Battleship. My wife says B5. Battleship might be sitting on B5. I might say no, because I want to win. And that has no money involved. The billions of dollars involved in sports. You think these guys aren't cheating? I just want to win for bragging rights, because I like to win because I'm competitive. This shit, a ton of money involved. But cheating doesn't make it right. Of course it doesn't make it right. Cheating, you're not supposed to do that. And when you get caught, you're supposed to get fucked in the ass. That's how it goes. That's what happens. It's like selling drugs. You know, I always, I I love watching those shows, Cops and Live PD, all those Netflix documentaries of them busting these big drug dealers, watching Narcos on Netflix. You see how much money these guys make. And I go, oh yeah, I can absolutely see why these guys are selling drugs. Without a doubt, I, it wouldn't even take me a second to think to myself, hmm, I don't know why these guys would do it, you know, if they might get put away. You see the amount of money, how much money they have. Oh, yeah, that's why they do it. Because the books that I've read, the documentaries that I've watched, these guys who get busted and put away, they come out and they still have a shit ton of money. They got punished, but they still get to go back and live the life with all the money that they wanted. Same thing as why these guys are taking steroids. Why would these guys do it? They're cheating. It's not right. Oh, oh, look at their paycheck. Look at the houses they live in. Look at the women they're running around with. I mean, come on. Well, what's his face? Um, Shit. Matt Albers, who pitched for the uh, Nationals. Look, have you seen his wife? Shit. If he didn't have that much money in his bank account, there's no way. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's just reality. So is it worth cheating when this much money is involved? Yeah, I guess. But you know what's going to happen when you get caught. But do they do it? Do they still do it? Do these players still take steroids? Absolutely. Because they know how much gosh damn money is going to be in their account. It's insane. But they got caught. You know, 
uh, general manager Jeff Lunau and manager A.J. Hinch are now fired. Beltron, fired. Uh, and an ESPN article I was reading, and they couldn't name names, but there are a lot of people involved in baseball, a lot of owners who are not happy at all with Jim Crane. I mean, I know he loses his first and second round draft picks in both 2020, 2021, a fine of $5 million, but to him, that's about a nickel pocket change. But this ESPN article I was reading, they were get, he was getting quotes from other owners. Again, he didn't put the names down, but it, one, one of them said, uh, Crane won, said the entire thing was programmed to protect the future of the franchise. He got his championship. He keeps his team. His fine is nothing. $5 million, that's nothing, this guy says. The sport lost, but Crane won. In that same article, they said another owner came out. Again, they're not naming names, so you know I'm, I'm hoping this person who wrote this article isn't full of shit. But anyway, so uh, the other person, the other owner said, did you ever notice that Crane never apologized? He never said he's sorry. So there's a lot of pissed off people, but again, the players aren't going to get in trouble. Rob Manfred already explained that. He said it just wouldn't, that would get too complicated to figure out which player had advantage and which didn't. So he's just leaving them be. That's why a lot of people are like, I don't get why, why did Beltron uh, uh, get fired if the players weren't touched? Well, what, what, come on. The New York Mets organization, I, I, I put him in a really fucked up situation, knowing damn well he was involved. So of course they had to make that decision. Come on. And Mike Elias, everyone thinks he's the genius. How do you feel about that? You know, Michael Elias comes to the Orioles and everyone's like, look what he did with the Houston Astros. This guy's a genius. How do you feel about him now? Because he hasn't done jack shit. He hasn't done squat. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm still a fan of Michael Elias. I still think he has a plan. <laughs> Hoping he does. There's a lot of people out there trying to figure out how they feel about Michael Elias right now with all the shit going down and, and the investigation. Michael Elias is not mentioned anywhere in the investigation, so it seems like he's good to go so far. Sigma Dell, nothing. So I think they're okay. They uh, canceled their plane ticket to Mexico. They were like, we got to get the hell out of here. Then the investigation came out, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Manfred didn't mention them anywhere in his report. The league has launched an investigation of the Red Sox now. I'm sure you heard that. The Athletic reported they used a video replay room to decode signs in their championship-winning 2018 season. Oh, man. Everybody. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody is. It's kind of like the Harvey Weinstein situation, you know, (laughs) when this came out. Everybody in Hollywood's like, oh, shit. Everyone's looking over their shoulder. Oh, boy. Everyone's real nervous. (laughs) All this shit's coming out. Everybody's throwing away their cameras, throwing away all their evidence throwing away the little earpieces, throwing away little speakers and microphones over in the away dugout. Everyone's doing everything they can right now because they're all freaking out. Holy shit. I don't know. I'm. Have you ever cheated in sports? I'd love to hear from you. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Are you very competitive? I'm, I'm extremely competitive. But now everyone's wondering what's going to happen with the Astros. Apparently it's not going to affect spring training. Everything's going to be the same. Yeah, A.J. Hinch won't be there, but... You know, that's all still going to be the same. And, uh, uh, you know, I wonder if this is going to impact the interest in George Springer. And But it just goes back to teams just want to win. They don't care. Every sport out there. There's a million players that have been involved in some really shady, fucked up shit. Look at Chapman. 
And he's getting paid a nice chunk of change to play baseball in the Yankees. So I'm not exactly sure if this is really going to affect on the negotiations uh, with George Springer and the other teams. I mean, he wanted, I think, $22 million. The Astros were offering $17 million. And uh, with this $5 million that they're fined, I'm wondering if they're going to still meet him in the middle and re-sign him. But who gives a fuck at this point? Who cares? I mean, every single game that the Houston, every single away team that they're playing, whatever city they go to, they're just going to get heckled. I'm wondering if by the end of this year, is it going to go into next year and the year after that and the year after, like how long is this going to go? And I don't think this is only uh, the, the Red Sox and the Astros. It's not the only teams that are going to be getting caught doing shit, but there's stuff all over Twitter right now. The accusations, what other teams were doing. You know, my dad used to coach for this team, and he said they were doing this, and my brother-in-law played for that team, and five years ago they said they were doing this. I mean, it, it is going to spread like a wildfire right now with the investigations that are going to go on because the game, the, because baseball right now is embarrassed. They're embarrassed not because of all the cheating, but because they know that we all knew that they knew this was going on and they didn't say shit because they're more worried about their product's reputation. Sport fans are crazy, but we're not ignorant. Just like the NFL with the head injuries. They knew what was going on with the head injuries. They knew what was happening with all the statistics and the research that was being done, and they hit it. But when it came out, they were a little embarrassed and they were talking all the bullshit of... uh, this, uh, this game has been safer than ever, than ever, whatever the hell they were saying. I haven't seen the movie with Will Smith. I heard it was good. But I just think the league, Major League Baseball, feels like a complete ass clown right now. Because now the rumors, again, these are tweets that I'm seeing from people I don't even know, but I see it over and over about how the league already knew all of this. And again, it's not like it's breaking news. Like, really? They knew? Oh, my God. Well, yeah. In a way, no shit they knew what was going on. And another thing I saw, Buck Showalter interviewing with the Astros, which I thought was bizarre. Why would he want to get involved in that shit show? He's also not exactly, uh, you know, he's not an analytic guy, and that's all the Astros thrive on other than cheating. <laughs> So I'm surprised that Buck did interview with that job. I don't know if he's going to take it. I mean, why not interview, you know? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean you have to take the job. I just thought that was interesting. I mean, why would you, even though he had nothing to do with this shit, you know he's going to have to answer a ton of questions. So why give yourself a headache? And if you wind up winning, if Buck Showalter does come in and he wins his first World Series, I don't know. There'd be a little asterisk next to that. I love Buck Showalter, but to come into a team like the Astros after just hearing all that shit that went down, and if Buck finally wins the big game, uh, is he going to get much credit as if he was managing the Yankees or the Orioles or the Diamond, whatever other team he's managed, the Rangers? So I was kind of shocked that he decided to take that interview. So reach out. Reach out. All you have to do is just... Put your hand out and reach out to me because <laughs> I want to hear from you. Have you cheated? Have you ever cheated in sports or a card game or on your spouse? That, that's cheating too. We can get all Dr. Phil up in this bitch. 
fullcountchaos at gmail.com or send me a message on Twitter. Whatever's easiest. I love getting you guys involved. I say it every time, every episode. And I'll tell you, I was in a fantasy football league. And our commissioner, we found out, cheated. What he was doing is after the game would end, all his players on the bench, if they scored more points than the guys he had in, he'd switch them. He'd swap them out. (laughs) After the money, after the league was over, I forgot who looked into it. I forgot who figured this out. But he cheated. But he had the money already because uh, every you know this was weeks past after we handed out the money to the winner he fucking cheated there's a lot of money involved people cheat all the time so did you cheat did you cheat to win a ton of money did you cheat just because you wanted to win and there's nothing really involved except bragging rights like me with scrabble let's hear from you full count chaos at gmail.com it's going to be a lot that's going to come up in the next couple of years I can't wait for the first game of the season with the Astros playing away. How much heckling is going to happen? The posters. The stuff that people are going to write and hold up in the in the stands. <laughs> I remember the uh, one year with the Patriots. I forgot how long ago this was, but somebody hung a big sign up right above the tunnel for when the Patriots run in, and they said, cheaters, run through this tunnel or something. I don't know. I just fucking butchered the punchline. I'm sure the sign was more clever than that. So it'd be uh, it's going to be funny seeing all the shit that's going to come out with the fans heckling the Astros. Um, also on the show, I always mention movies, TV shows that I've watched. I, I, I want to hear from you. Any shows that you think I might like or other people might like, love to hear from you. I saw the movie Knives Out. That was pretty good. It reminded me of a Quentin Tarantino movie. Kept you on the edge of your seat. The ending was pretty good. Everything was good about the movie. So one one through five, I give it about a three and a half, four stars. I recommend it. Uh, I'm excited about Ozark season three. If you haven't even started Ozark, what the fuck are you doing? Get on it. Buy Netflix just for Ozark and then cancel it. You'll thank me. Also, Mindhunter. Fantastic show. Episode uh, um, season one and two has already passed by. There was going to be a season three, and now there's a rumor that all the actors' contracts have been voided. I I don't know what that was about. I've been uh, read up on that. But anyway, regardless whether there's a a season three, you should tune into that, Mindhunter. Uh, What other one did I just finish? On Amazon Prime, who doesn't have Amazon Prime, right? You should have that. I just finished The Boys not too long ago. That was a pretty fucked up show. I thought it was going to be just, you know, some comic book hero movie or TV show, and the first two minutes of the show, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be like that. There's some other shit that's going to go down. So there you have it. Check out a couple things. Knives Out, Ozark, Mindhunter, uh, The Boys on Amazon Prime, and go from there. So Raven season, football season's over, obviously, the playoffs, Super Bowl coming up, whatever, Uh, and then we got the Orioles. I'm going to have fun all season watching the Orioles and the young guys and seeing what Elias does and, and so on and so on. Here we go. Uh, 2020 again. Happy New Year. All right. Hope everybody had a very safe New Year. If you had any fucked up stories about your New Year's Eve going into midnight, love to hear from you. Again, full count chaos at gmail.com. Till next time, folks. <laughs>